Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about the most boring of bureaucracies and how it's designed to help you with your due diligence. A few months ago, we spoke about a particular disease that we call versionitis. Versionitis happens when the version of a document's out of date and you make decisions based on an out-of-date or unofficial version of a document. There can only be one golden copy of a document, just like there can only be one copy of your passport. It's incredibly important in the world of real estate investing, and that's why the county recorder office has only one job to do. Their job is to maintain official records. Not only do they maintain official records, they maintain those records in sequential order, such that older documents always supersede newer documents. I'm going to say that again in case you missed it. Older documents supersede newer documents by default. That's the opposite of the way the rest of the world works. The new version of the phone book supersedes the old version. The new version of the dictionary supersedes the old one. And the new version of a software application supersedes the old one. But your document management system can have any rules you want as long as you're clear on the rules. In the case of the county records, it's the oldest document that supersedes the newer document unless there's another document that explicitly declares the old document to be obsolete or in some way subordinates it to the newer document. It's a simple system, but it's not necessarily easy to use. Each document recorded can refer to multiple aspects of a property. The logic of each can be complex. When, for example, you have a case where the property might be deeded to a new owner. In that case, the new deed would convey ownership, but there might be a pre-existing easement and that would be older than the new deed, and the easement would survive the transfer. In some cases, there could be environmental contamination. A government report of contamination would probably be recorded on title for a property and would remain in perpetuity. Selling the property would not erase the contamination report. Cleaning up the contamination would also not eliminate the original contamination report on title. Anyone performing due diligence on that property would encounter the contamination report, and they would need to continue the search for a remedy to ensure that it was adequately handled. Even a clearance certificate from a government authority like the EPA might not be sufficient to eliminate the risk. And why, you might wonder? Well, it's because environmental standards have increased in recent years. Simply because a property passed a test a few years ago doesn't mean it would comply with today's more stringent standard. And that's why Phase 1 environmental studies must review all of the title history. Title records are boring. The reading them can be incredibly tedious, but I can tell you, you must read them in their entirety. We recently received a title report that contains 67 separate documents. Some of them date back to the early 1800s. Some of them are handwritten in cursive script. The contrast is poor and they're incredibly difficult to read. There might be a deed restriction somewhere in the chain of title records that prohibits a particular use of a property. Indeed, restrictions can be literally anything. You might transfer a property to a new owner with the condition that none of the structures on that property are painted yellow. Maybe you might have a reason why none of the buildings should ever see yellow paint and the new buyer might consent to that purchase condition. But the deed restriction would carry forward in perpetuity. At least it could, unless there was an expiration on that deed restriction. Future buyers of the property would inherit that restriction. No yellow paint. An easement or right-of-way is another form of deed restriction. I have a property right now with an electric easement that cuts through the middle of the property. I paid 1600 bucks to the electric utility to have the easement removed. It's been nearly a year since I contacted the utility and they cashed the check and the easement still isn't gone. Now, in truth, the utility abandoned the easement years ago. 
The more common practice is to have the power easements located in the public right-of-way that forms part of the road allowance. But still, I need that easement gone if I want to build on that particular section of the property. If you have a piece of development land that you're looking to subdivide into a planned use development, most cities will not subdivide with an easement. They will require the easement to be removed before you can apply for a planned use development. The title work can be incredibly boring, but buried in those hundreds of pages of details could be a landmine that becomes a major obstacle to your project. The county recorder has an additional task which brings additional integrity to those records. All signatures have to be notarized, but not just any notarial seal will do. See, there's two types of notarial seals, acknowledgments and jurats. And the purpose of an acknowledgment is for a signer whose identity has been verified to declare to a notary or notarial officer that he or she has willingly signed the document, and the notary simply notarizes the signature. The purpose of a jurat, also known in some states as a verification upon oath or affirmation, is for a signer to swear or affirm the truthfulness of the contents of a document in addition to their signature in front of a notary or notarial officer. Now, you'd think that the first form of acknowledgement would be good enough, but since the integrity of those records is paramount, county recorders insist on having the signer certify under oath that the contents of the document they're signing are true. Still, with all these safeguards, mistakes do happen, and corrective deeds are sometimes issued to fix those mistakes. As you think about that, read your title report in its entirety. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.